Welcome to USB Hole, the podcast where we talk out of our asses. I'm Chill. I'm the child. And today we are going to be talking about things that we want to learn more about because we're hoping that people will come on here and teach us more about them because it's the year of guests. And this year of guests has been two so far. (laughs) So like my first one is playing the drums. So do you know how to play the drums at all? Do you have like, have you had drums before? Yeah, I used to have a drum set. When I was like 20 and 21, I rented a house with my best friend and we had a drum set on our back patio. Um, And that's where we played the drums outside on the patio. So all the neighbors had to hear that shit. My God, I would have killed you. Why did you have drums? Um, Because I wanted them. <laughs> oh, I had. A I didn't know if like the previous people left um, them there. No, I had a friend that was moving and couldn't take them. So he gave them to me for free. So we just had them on the back porch and we would play them. Like when people would come over, they would always play them. Or like if we had a pool party, we would just play the drums at the party. That's fun. Eddie's dad knows how to play the drums. He drums in a bunch of bands, so maybe he can come on and walk you cool. through it. <laughs> walk me through the drums. <laughs> I don't think he listens to this podcast, but if he does, hit us up. We want to know how to play the drums. Did you ever play those games like Rock Band where you had to play the drums? I was so bad at it. Um, yeah, we had it for we. Because I never had, we didn't have guitar here. We had rock band. Um, well, we didn't actually. My mom and my brother-in-law had it. And when I lived in uh, South Carolina, I would come down to Florida to visit. And we would like, just like hang out and play sometimes when I come visit. But I always played the drums on there. But it's nothing like playing the actual drums. <laughs> no, it's really not. But I was bad at both of them, so... <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever be able to learn the drums. I'm not very coordinated. Um, I like I can keep a rhythm really well. <laughs> it's just a matter of, like for me, like how the hell do you know which little part of the drum, you know, because every single part you hit is going to make a different noise. And like, there's like seven hundred like, parts. That. So much different than like a recorder or a saxophone where you hit the keys a certain way. And that's how you make the notes. Like. Yeah, and there's really, like, no different way to do it. But with drums, there is. Like, you could hit something differently, and it'll make a different note. It's weird. All right, the number one thing I want to learn how to do is to cook. And I can prepare food. I can, like, put food together. Like, I used to be... I used to work in restaurants and, like, prepare the food, but I don't know how to cook. Like, like if you, you give can me a, follow instructions, but you can't do yeah. it on your own. Yeah, like you see, obviously chefs, big name chefs or Michelin star chefs, and they're just like standing in a pot putting a bunch of shit together, and it just comes out amazing. And it's like they don't have any recipes; they don't. They just know, and I know nothing about how to make that happen. <laughs> but if um, you tell me how much of each thing to put in, I can do that. Well, you just got a new cookbook, right? Yeah, but I'm talking about like doing it freehand. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, well, now that you got a new cookbook, like if you, the more you cook following recipes, the better you'll get at learning how much of something to put in without having a recipe because you learn like from taste. I make four recipes a week for like the past three years. Still could not even try to cook something and make it taste good like anything I try and cook without these recipes tastes like trash maybe you should try to go on worst cooks in America I fucking love that joke <laughs> go on there and bring me as your guest like I, I want to get to have a guest but try to go on I'm there. sure you do I want to pretend you- I want to go on, like apply for it and I'm not saying I'm like a fucking chef level cook you know but more like way too advanced for that show but I want to like pretend like I'm worse than I am so I can get on there and then win because <laughs> it will seem like I well, learned the most you know what I mean that's the thing like I don't understand how people aren't sandbagging the show 
Yeah, like, they get some genuinely dumb people on there. Yeah, but are they sandbaggers or are they actually dumb? No, I think they're actually dumb. The past, the oh. season that just ended like a couple weeks ago, um, it was technically a celebrity one, but it was all like uh, social media stars. So like most of them, I had no idea who they were. So I like looked them up from watching the show. Like some of them, it's just like, I how? I don't understand how some people could, like I get not just knowing how to cook. Dumb. But like thinking, oh, this I should. This is what I should do. Come on, it's got to be like acting, like people trying to break into like the reality TV world or something. Yeah, because at least I have like common sense. Yeah, I could probably figure some things out. It's just most, I just can't like finish the product. I don't know. So I want to learn how to do. Forget um. That would be good for a visual episode. I mean, obviously, we record all the episodes, but some of them we say are more fun if you watch than listen to. So you'd get a, somebody to come on here who's good at cooking and like teach you that on a visual episode. Yeah, we can do it like, straight from our cook, kitchen. Straight from your kitchen. I mean, we know your fucking kitchen's big enough. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I could invite all of us over and we could just fucking <laughs> chill in the kitchen all cook together. I could come over and teach you how to make gravy from anything. <laughs> God. Um, I want to become more fluent in other languages. So like... No, that was on my list too. I think rather than just like trying to read it from a book or watching videos or whatever, like if people that spoke those languages could you know to like learn from them that would be helpful because like yeah I was thinking that would be a good one if we could find someone who knew a different language like probably obviously not going to learn something in an hour-long podcast but it's a lot easier to learn or engage in a conversation in a different language if you have someone there who is fluent in the language helping you yeah like obviously I'm fluent in English or American English rather because it is does vary um but I can speak some Arabic because I I always say my brother but he's not actually my brother but um our friends they came here as refugees from Iraq when we were in elementary school and there was eight kids so like they were always at our house because my mom was just that person who helped everybody do everything and nobody in their whole family spoke any English when they moved here. So my mom taught them all English and then they would teach us uh, Arabic. My mom is much more fluent in it than I am. I just know like some stuff or like when, like if Sahara calls and she's speaking to us in Arabic, like I can figure out what she's saying, but like I could not have a conversation back, you know? And then the yeah. same with, um, I have a lot of friends who are from Mexico. So they speak that dialect of Spanish so like when I go to their house or they're having a party or we're at an event or something and they're talking, like I can figure out what they're trying to say. And like some stuff I can say, like have a conversation back, but not enough to like be fluent or ever go somewhere where somebody didn't also speak both English and Spanish to help me through it. Yeah. Like, so I just like the idea of being able to communicate with other people without them having to change to accommodate me you know because i think having to go into like google translate and having a conversation through there because that takes forever i've never tried that i want to learn asl and i know you know some of that too um Um, yeah well i I have cards like little flashcard things but it's just not the same as like communicating for signs yeah well, and with sign language, it's also very different because just like with Spanish, there's different dialects. With sign language, there's different dialects. So like, I actually don't, I'm not good at ASL. So I usually use SEE, which is sign exact English, because I know the signs, but I don't know a lot of the sentence structure. Because when you are using American sign language, the structure, the words are differently. So you wouldn't say like, Sarah and I are it's having a like conversation. Spanish. Yeah, it, 
it the sentence structure is so different that I don't usually tell people that I know ASL I usually just say sign language because and then I, if I'm talking to somebody else who also signs I explain that what I use is SEE because it's different it's also easier for people who don't know any sign language to pick up and retain signs because then you're at least making some kind of effort to communicate with people who are um, deaf or hard of hearing yeah it's like knowing the main words and phrases and like face structure and how you should yeah be in your face but not knowing like how to put together a full sentence yeah and when you do learn like the best way to to learn is like obviously somebody who speaks fluent sign language if they themselves use it or certified interpreters like this is more for the listeners not for you don't just go find any random person on social media who's like acting like they're teaching you signs because a lot of times they're not teaching you correctly and then you are misusing the language so make sure you're learning from certified instructors or actual deaf or hard of hearing people who sign in everyday life that's why I was kind of hoping to put this out there to find people in the universe or people who listen to us to come on and teach us or even if they could explain things because one I don't trust every YouTube video out there and two I'm more of a hands-on learner than a visual learner so like I can read something all day. I could watch something all day and I won't fully retain it unless I'm doing it with somebody who also knows what they're doing. Yeah. Um, And for either you or for listeners who are interested in learning sign language, um, Skillshare.com, it is a paid membership, but they have a lot of really good classes on there for learning sign language and for American Sign Language versus just learning signs and sentence structure. They have a whole bunch that are really good on there and there are I don't remember the guy's name but there's um ASL like Able Lingo is a really good one he's a certified um interpreter and then there's another guy I don't know his name but he's a little bit older looking of a gentleman who does classes on there as well and he teaches the sentence structure for ASL and those classes are really good as well I wish my mom didn't retire because she worked like at her job. She was the head of the interpreters. So she had to like find all the interpreters for the courts and stuff and like make sure they were certified and all this stuff. And they they were so good at their jobs. Like maybe be friends with them and be like, hey, can you teach me sometime? (laughs) No, they're busy at court and they're expensive. Yeah, I can ask my sister. I can ask my sister if she knows any local ones that could maybe come on because, well, she's at a new school. She teaches at a new school this year, but the school that she used to teach at, she would incorporate sign language into her classes because they had a few deaf kids there and none of the teachers or faculty knew any sign language. So the kids were pretty much lost and there was nobody to advocate for them. Um, So she kind of brought- They weren't required to get interpreters? Um. I think it depends on, well, the student themselves will have an interpreter, but the school doesn't have their own interpreters. It's the student who can get the interpreter through their um, IEP or whatever. I don't know what it's called. Schools has been a long time. But um, so she set up all that stuff for the school. So I can see, but she's at a new school now, which is very close to where I live. So I can see if she knows any of that maybe could come on. That'd be neat. I'd be into that. Uh, another thing I want to learn is about my ancestry. And like, I know there are things like ancestry.com, but it's really one, you have to pay for that. So I don't want to. Um, I would rather do my own research, but I don't know probably anything about my family's like either side really other than my grandparents names like I don't know my great-grandparents names I don't know like I have my 23 and me so I know where people came from but I don't know anyone's like original last names I don't even know if my last name was changed or not when we came to America so like 
I think it'd be cool if there was someone who was an expert in like genealogy and ancestry and could like kind of guide through how to figure that stuff out. Like to help you follow your family tree and like find your yeah. family lineage and all that. Yeah, because there are be people who cool. can find stuff without almost any information whatsoever. They just need like a couple names and date of birth and they're they're like finding all this shit and I've tried and I cannot do it. That would be cool for you. For me personally, I don't want to learn that. Like I have for my on my uh paternal excuse me, my maternal side of my family, I can go back like track back generations and generations because our family has always been big on that kind of stuff. So they have records and names and birth dates and death dates and all kinds of really cool stuff like that but my paternal side of my family I know absolutely nothing about and so like my mom and my sister did the ancestry.com or 23andme one of those I don't know and they're mad because I won't sign up for it with them and they're like well just give us your stuff and, and you don't have to learn and I was like no one uh, for a conspiracy episode, uh, I don't want my DNA going in the mail for some random person because you know whatever that's me. <laughs> and uh, for two, like as far as I'm concerned, like that part of me doesn't exist. So I don't want to find or learn any of that because if I, I blame me, yeah, if I tried to go on there to find anything about my mom's family, like you know. I'd be finding stuff I don't want to know about and I don't care to know about, so. I just want to know because I'm super fucking nosy and I want to <laughs> see if there's any, like, dirt I can dig up because I think that's On your funny. family? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we were, during Christmas, or not Christmas, when I went to Illinois, I was talking to my family about the 23andMe because my brother and sister-in-law did it and my mom hasn't done it yet. I don't know if she's going to, but, like, we were just going through everything and kind of we found a few things out that we didn't know but like most of the stuff we actually knew almost 100% of like where we came from at least and I found out I think my mom is also Irish even though she swears up and down she's not so I think she lied to us but um but it was funny because I've been trying to get Eddie to do it because I think it'd be fun because we're both Irish and I was like but what if we ended up being like cousins or something <laughs> gross and I was like maybe <laughs> don't do it I mean, ignorance is bliss I I think I mean at some point we're all cousins but well it yeah just depends but I how like far closer back. cousins yeah, yeah. like where it would be a little creepy for me I think once you go past third I'd be fine but if it was like first second or third I'd be like oh that's that's very close yeah 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 but we're not gonna have kids so does it really matter (laughs) I mean I think if it's fourth or fourth or further then you're fine even if we had kids at that point we would be fine yeah but like I don't know it kind of weirded me out because he's been to Ireland and he's been like met his family there and I think they were in County Cork and when you do a 23andMe it tells you like on the biggest ones what counties you might come from and Cork was like number two or three for me and I was like fuck (laughs) it's it's possible (laughs) kissing cousins I was like "Mm, maybe don't do it if you don't want to I won't I won't ask again kissing cousins stop it (laughs) sorry i want to know okay so this one's probably not really like an episode one two unless it's like visual and like someone can bring me to a workshop i want to be better and learn more about building stuff because like i'm just so crafty and handy when it comes to doing some stuff but nothing ever comes out how i want it like i built this whole shelf for my store and I like with the two by fours, I measured them all three times just to be sure. And I marked them out. And then I, when I cut, I cut them and then I fucking put it together and it's wobbly as fuck because nothing was the right size. So like how do I measure something three times and it's still not the right length? 
Like, what am I, I doing that. wrong? I need somebody to come teach me that. But I don't. I don't even like, do those. Take a whole projects. workshop class. Yeah, I don't. I won't even do projects like that just because I know it's going to turn out nothing like I wanted it to. I have all these visions, these cool ass things I could do in my head, and then I go and do them, and they look like caca. Like I don't understand. Even Ikea furniture, I can't build it right. And it's the easiest shit in the world. Yeah, definitely not building some console. Like, you got to have, like, 17 screws and pegs and the whole... No, that's not for me. Eddie wants to build his own computer. And I'm like, get get that away from me. Because (laughs) if I come anywhere near it, it's getting messed up. (laughs) You finish and there's, like, seven screws left. (laughs) Like, oh, where were these supposed to be? Yeah, that's why my furniture is, like, heavy as fuck. Because I have, you know, I'm like, I'm not putting that together. Yeah, I bought a, um, like, you know, those wardrobe rack things from Ikea. It's just, like. Like, for the closet? It's basically just a standalone thing. Like, if you don't have enough room in your closet, you could also have something you could hang up stuff on like outside your closet because our old apartment was only a one bed one bath with like a tiny ass closet so I had this little wardrobe thing from Ikea and I put it together and it was the most wobbly (laughs) piece of shit and I don't know if it was because of me or just the thing in general yeah so I put a bunch of stuff (laughs) on it and it would just sit there like slanted the whole day (laughs) I'm like whatever as long as it doesn't fall I don't care so yeah well I guess we could just like pay people to build stuff for us but that defeats the purpose of learning how to do it also it costs money and I'm cheap I like to I like to build I feel like I like the gratification of saying that I made something yeah I just don't like the fact that I bought it and then made it and then I feel like I wasted my money because I did it wrong yeah that makes sense that's why I have all the supplies to build a a new a bigger chicken coop sitting at at my house and I've yet to do it (laughs) because I just know I'm gonna mess up when I'm cutting the wood and I'm like I don't want my chickens to get out can you like go to Home Depot and get pre-cut wood like they'll cut it for you there won't they I don't know. I think if you go ask them, they'll do it for free. Like I'll if you buy the wood from them. That's where I usually go. Or yeah, Lowe's, Home Depot, whichever. I think we used to will. have an actual local hardware store, like five minute, like right at the entrance to like my quote unquote neighborhood. Because I don't live in a neighborhood, you know, but like this area, and it closed when I was in high school, and now there's a fucking uh tractor supply store there i thought you were gonna say another car wash oh no dude we have there's every single day they're putting up car washes we have so many of them i know it's insane um but no it's a tractor supply literally they opened it across the street from a mom and pop feed store because yeah that's where i live (laughs) so i'm like they're over at tractor supply selling shit for less than the place across the street it's just mom and pop trying to make a fucking buck the shit made me so mad is it like a Blaine's Farm and Fleet type thing? I don't know what that is, but it's just called Circle Oh. Circle something feed store. It used to be called I didn't Suburban know y'all feed. didn't have Blaine's. Yeah, I don't know what that is. But yeah, uh, so we don't have like a mom and pop uh, or a local small business lumber store anymore. So Lowe's is pretty much it. Well, there's a Home Depot I honestly, that I usually go to I prefer it over Home Depot. Yeah, so do I. I don't know if we have like a mom or pop store like that because I don't think I've ever really had to go to one of those stores Like lately. a lumber yard and get some yeah. wood. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there are. I just don't know where. Because when you go up like... I mean, I'm in LA, but if you go up north, it's a little more, not rural, but it's more like open and land. And I mean, there's a lot of farms. It's still California. So I don't know. There's probably shops like that somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the next thing that I want to learn more about is how to exercise in a way that I don't hate it and want to not <laughs> continue doing it. I didn't know oh. how to put this. Maybe we can get a uh, like a personal trainer, like a fitness expert to come on and talk about it. My boyfriend is a personal trainer, so I feel I bad know. even saying it, but like. I told him that's it's... what I said. That's what he should have talked about when he was on here. Yeah, I don't know why he didn't. I let him choose, so that's on him. But um, I just think it's different when, like, your boyfriend is trying to tell you what to do and then someone, like, a complete stranger is trying to tell you what to do because my boyfriend will let me get away with anything and a personal trainer probably wouldn't. Like, I'll just be like, I'm not doing that. And then we'll get into a fight about it. Whereas a personal trainer, I'd probably be like, fine, I'll do it. But I don't want to pay for a personal trainer, especially in Los Angeles. Like, them shits are like $150 an hour. So what? how do I find a way to motivate myself without spending all that money and without wanting to quit immediately? Because yeah. it's not fun. People are like, oh, it gives me adrenaline. It gives me a high. It gives me this. It's refreshing afterwards no I feel like death afterwards and then I have to shower and I'm mad about it I hate showering I, I hate that's what I hear about when people are always like well why don't you just go to the gym on the way to work and then it's not interfering with your night and then you you won't be exhausted from work so then you know you're less up to want to not go and I'm like because I'm not going to go to work after I go to the gym because I'll be disgusting. So I'll have to take a shower and then I don't want to go to work with wet hair because my hair is thick as a fucking forest. Like it's horrible. So I usually go after work and then have to shower and I fucking hate that too. <laughs> I know. And it's like, I'm not going to wake up early enough to do all of that. Like, you have to get the workout in, and then you have to shower, and then you have to dry your hair, and then you have to get ready. Like, if you don't have a lot of hair, or if you don't sweat that bad, or you don't stink that bad, maybe it would be different for me, but, like, I have all of the above, so there's no way I can get out of showering. I also just fucking hate sweating. I hate it, and I don't want to do it. See, like, I don't mind sweating if I'm at the gym because then I kind of feel more like I accomplished something. But the rest of life, I don't want to sweat at all. Well, that's the thing. Like, I don't feel like I did anything if I don't sweat at the gym, but I just yeah. don't want to sweat. Oh. So if someone could find me a way to burn calories and get fit without getting all sweaty and don't say yoga because... You definitely sweat when you do yoga. Well, yeah, that, but also there are so many things that I can't do because if I lay on the ground and exercise, I start puking. Why? I don't know why. I don't know. I think I have inner ear issues, which might also be why I can't go on a plane without getting really sick. And I think those are like tied together somehow. But like if I lay down and try and do exercises on my back on the floor, I start like getting super dizzy and then I throw up. That's not good. Do you tell the doctor yeah. that? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You and need it's a... like, well, maybe these pills will work. If not, we'll check out your ears. And then I just never get my ears checked out because of who I am as a person. Well, you need a personal trainer that's not your boyfriend who can listen to all of these specific things and try to find you a regimen that would work for you but where am I going to find one that's not 150 dollars an hour like you're not <laughs> yeah so probably not so I yeah. mean I know to some people Put it's this worth out it there. but to me yeah yeah if anyone wants to help me um I mean I'm saying get you a job I don't know I would say I'm saying all this as somebody who no longer goes to the gym, but I used to go to the gym twice a day, which was ridiculous. And also my sister uh, used to be a personal trainer and her husband at the time was a personal trainer and her husband now is a personal trainer. Like, so I'm like, (laughs) 
I, they used to make me do shit that I didn't want to do. And I'm like, this isn't for me. Like, can we tone this down? I don't want to do what you're doing. I want to do what I'm doing. But I mean, now that's I don't what do a personal anything. trainer is supposed to do, but yeah. yeah. It's, it's hard when the personal trainer isn't a stranger and you feel like you could fight them. Yeah. Because I'm going to fight you because I don't want to do it. Um, but a stranger I'll just I'm not gonna fight a stranger I mean not like that not a stranger I'm paying $150 for you know yeah I'm not gonna fight them I'm gonna get my money's worth so it's like there's that there's that reason to go there but then I just don't want to spend no that doesn't even stop or that doesn't even make me go because I paid like $80 a month for a gym and I didn't go for like seven months. Ooh. And then I finally canceled it because I was like, what am I doing? But even paying money doesn't motivate me. So I guess there's no help for me. Money will motivate me. Money motivates me to do a lot of stuff. <laughs> money like will money motivate I- me if you're giving me money. If I'm giving away my money unless. Like, it's a lot of money. It doesn't really motivate me, which is terrible. No, I have to get my money's worth of things. I have this issue where I know you're not supposed to do it, but um, I think about when if I spend money, I equate it to how much effort or how much of my time I had to put into something to earn the money that I then paid for the product to know if it's worth buying and how many times I have to use that product to make it worth the money that I spent on it. Like this one really nice jacket I had, like it was 200 bucks. I got it on sale and I had a coupon or something. So I wound up paying like $95 for it, but I'm like, okay, now I have to wear this enough times to still make me feel like it was worth me spending $95 on it. So I'm like, every time I wear it, I'm like doing the math in my head to be like, okay, well now it's almost like I only spent this much money on it. Okay. Well now I've worn it again. Like I wore it twice, so then I made it a $50 jacket. And then once I wore it four times, it was a $25 jacket. Do you get what I'm saying? That happens in my head for anything that has to do with money. $25 per time, though, not a $25 jacket. Yeah, no, no, I know. So that's like how I equate it. And I keep going all the way until I feel like it was worth what I paid for it by actually using the products. And that's how I feel about like where you and I differ. Yeah. Because money means a lot to me. Yeah, I don't, I don't do that. <laughs> I have an addiction, okay? Um, <laughs> you have an addiction to spending money. I do, and it's yeah. bad because it's the only thing that gives me fucking dopamine. Um, well, that's why another thing I want to learn on my list is finances. <laughs> it's literally on my list. Like, I know, like, I took finance classes because I had to in college, So I learned all about stocks, bonds, 401ks, like mortgages, all of that crap. And I learned about credit cards and churning and all of that. And it doesn't, I can't get it to stick. Like, what's the difference between all of these things? And why would I want one over another? And it's just, it's not that it's hard. It's just a lot of information that tends to change rapidly and I'm not a person who takes risks like I am not one of those high risk high reward people so I tend to not put my money into things because I'm scared that I'm gonna lose it all because I don't like that my money is like up to somebody else but I'm not doing anything good with it if I have it I'm just spending it on things and not calculating how much this stuff is worth So basically what you're saying is we need a financial advisor to come on and be a guest and give tips. And also maybe um, you need to work with a budgeter and learn how to do a budget and that will keep you from spending. Oh, I know how to do a budget. I'm not going to though, because I don't want to know how bad I am spending. It's not, it's not that I don't know how it's that I refuse to do it to keep myself ignorant then you're always gonna be spending your money and you're never gonna have like your savings won't keep building if you're always spending it um i think this is more in therapist territory than financial advisor territory at this point oh okay 
So it's more so of we like, need a therapist need... to come on here also. Yes. Yes. If someone is a therapist slash financial advisor, that would actually be <laughs> I don't great. think that's I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> they might be. They might have gone to one and decided to go into the other. Get a, a licensed therapist that works as a financial advisor. That'd be sick. We should do that. I should do that. I'm gonna do that. Going You're gonna be to a school. financial advisor <laughs> who is also a therapist. I could probably be a financial advisor with my, hopefully no future companies are listening to this after I just said, I don't know how to spend money. Um, I have a degree where I could be a financial advisor, but I don't have certifications to be a therapist. So I'm going to have to go back to school for that. But then I could do both. Okay. Well, you're going to have to wait until you learn stuff from a financial advisor before you can become a financial advisor then. I can advise other people on what to do with their money. I just can't advise myself. Okay. Like, I'll tell people to be risky as fuck. I have no problem. I have no problem encouraging people to do probably terrible and great things. But for myself, I have too much anxiety. Well, that would make you a really bad financial advisor if you tell them to do not good things with their money. Not not good things, just being riskier than I am. I'm okay with other people being risky. High risk, high reward. If you want that high reward, you gotta be risky. Okay. I can't I even agree, gamble. Okay. Like, don't listen to me. Yeah. How are you gonna get high reward without high risk? It's very you don't very always rare. have to take a risk to make rewards. In terms of stocks and bonds you usually do you can plan financially without buying stocks or bonds or doing any sort of market trading or anything of the sort that's what i was talking about when i was talking about finances i said stocks bonds 401k churning okay i already know everything about like savings and stuff savings accounts are going to yield you jack shit but stocks and bonds, that's where the real money is. And I'm too scared to do them because I'm a big baby. So I would like someone to teach me the way to do it without having anxiety, but also making money. Okay. Maybe someone's out there. A therapist, financial advisor, uh, please contact us. She can be on the set on, on an episode. On Twitter or email us something at our Gmail. email isn't anywhere. It's in our, I don't even. It's somewhere. I have it. I'll tell you what it is. Email us the at the chill in the child at gmail.com. Hit us up. You was behold a podcast. I almost just read the password. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and you hacked. <laughs> uh, high risk high reward i was just going down the list of things that i had on this document <laughs> oh man uh, i don't even remember the password i want to learn more about physics so if someone okay. wants to come on here and teach us about that um i want to know how cool. stairs work <laughs> sorry <laughs> the, i uh, wasn't expecting that <laughs> The, the general concept of how stairs work. I mean, obviously, I know like you walk up them and you walk down them. That's not what I mean. <laughs> I mean, the way that stairs and like it's this is always baffling me. So this goes back into the building thing. Um, places that have more than one story, like a two-story house, like <laughs> why am I not falling through the fucking floor? Like I understand the concept of it, but I want somebody to like explain the physics of it. Like, how is this flight of fucking stairs that has nothing under it that just like just like stay in there and supporting people going up and down it nonstop and like not falling through? Like, I want somebody to come explain that to me. Dirty wood. Like deep from like the root of the physics like 
just like the concept of talking on the telephone like that's always baffled me or like taking a photograph like the fact that that's even possible like you know like I'm talking here but then the sound waves are moving and somehow coming out somewhere else that it's not even connected to and you hear me like it fucking blows my mind like I want somebody to I never even thought about that teach me about all of that like come explain how this stuff works how am I hearing you right now yeah that's what I'm saying it's fucking insane like how am I seeing you right now it's insane like I cannot wrap my little brain around how it works yeah like where are the neurons that are coming out of this camera and lighting me up so that you could see me and reflecting it through a mirror yeah so I don't understand come on here and give me the whole breakdown of how all that shit works well, one of the things on my list was digital production. So that's kind of in the same realm. Like, I want to learn not even just like how to do it, but also how it works, like editing and sound production. And it's just, it's crazy to me. Like, people can make stuff sound and look so fucking good. And there are even cameras and microphones that can make and look so fucking good and I just don't get it like how do you do that how you do that how you do that how you do that I don't know it's crazy put that on like a spongebob meme how you do that how you do that yeah and also teach me like marketing while you're at it because I can't get a marketing job because I have no experience so I feel like if someone could teach me how to do it And also, this podcast could get more listeners if we could figure out how the fucking algorithms work. Um, So if anyone knows how, like, TikTok algorithms work, hit me up. Because last week's episode got 800 views on TikTok, and this week's promo got 45. And I tag them pretty similar every week and I put it out around the same time every week and it still is it varies yeah and I don't hit understand it, hit her up on twitter or not twitter on tiktok usb hole hit me up and teach me the algorithm because I just I'm not understanding need a crash we need a social media expert to come on the podcast and give us a crash course in social media yes but only for us but also for everyone but really for us yeah for everyone to listen to and then everyone can just know about social media but i'm saying for us because we want to do better I want to know more about space also. So, you know, if like some astrophysicists want to come in here or space on here, sick. that'd be pretty cool. Uh, if the fucking astronauts want to come in here, that'd be pretty cool. Oh my God. We can get an I want to get a whole here. galaxy half sleeve. So if any tattooists want to come on here and talk about tattoos. I'm into that. About tattoos. Sure. Oh, um, Katie, my tattoo artist, told me that she would come on our podcast if we wanted Mm -hmm. to do a second, um, a follow up on the ghosts episode, um, because we were talking about it when I was getting like a couple tattoos ago when I was there, and she was telling me about her mom. uh, Don't spoil it. No, her, well, her mom moved to, um, not recently, but like within the last couple of years, somewhere where she didn't live before. And it was Katie's first time staying there. She went to visit her and the place is haunted. And the mom has so many cool stories. And when Katie was there, she saw two different ghosts. So she was like, she would love to come on and talk about it. But also she said she could do it like after she goes to her mom's again. So then she could see if she had any new stories and get some from her mom and so she could also talk about about, uh tattoos at the same time (laughs) can she do a tattoo on you while we're recording the podcast probably that'd be sick that'd be pretty sick 
as long as I stayed still. Well, good luck with that. I think I think a ghost slash tattoo podcast would be my favorite episode. Honestly. Um, so she needs to come do that. Okay. Well, um, I'll be seeing her March 17th. Well, I mean, I could just send her a message. I could just text her and ask her, but I'll find out when she's going to see her mom again or go yeah, to her mom. Maybe by then Let's she'll see. have already gone to her mom's. I don't think so because she lives in another state. Oh, just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. But I will find out. That'd be sick. Uh, something else I want to learn more about is how to make decisions because I'm really bad at it and I think it comes it stems from that anxiety thing again but I know there are people who do like TED talks or seminars and they do things like positive thinking or decision making or learning how to network and those are the last three things on my list that I want to learn more about (laughs) So if someone who is an expert TED talker and motivational speaker would like to come on and teach me how to be just like a better person, (laughs) I'd be down. I don't know. I know there's ways like you can make yourself a more positive thinker because I know pretty much my whole life people told me I was pretty negative because it's just the way I am as a person I don't know like I don't know I was just born this way but they have like tricks and techniques and stuff and I never really tried any of them because I don't know who to trust because you know there's a lot of like TED talkers and stuff it's like are you really a motivational speaker or are you just like shilling a product yeah or are you a pyramid scheme tony robbins or like a yeah so it's like who do i trust yeah right but i'd be down if someone would like to motivational speak to me on my own podcast that'd be cool all right hit us up if you are a motivational speaker who also maybe um knows about tattoos ghosts or therapy That'd be really cool. Or finances. Yeah. Um, I don't think I want to know about the finance. I don't I don't want the ghost story to come from the finance person. <laughs> I'm drawing but a what line if someone between is, them. like all those things. I'm not gonna turn like, them away. Do you think we could get Warren Buffett to come on our podcast? Yes, I absolutely think we could get Warren Buffett to come on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. I might be able to get Linda Spear to come on the podcast. Who the fuck is that? Customers. Uh, she, her, uh, she is the widow of the guy who started QVC. Is that like the Home Shopping Network? Similar, but it's a different channel. It's QVC. It was out oh. before the Home Shopping Network, but yeah. Um. So yeah. she, her husband knew how to scam people. I just said I no scams. Know. She's she's not it's not a scam. She's just a sweet old rich lady. Yeah, but she's rich because they took advantage of all other old people. No, they didn't. They made a way for people to shop without having to go to the store. Yeah, old people. No one else watches that channel. Um a lot of people watch QVC, especially when it was new. You ever see the South Park episode where the guy just keeps buying his grandson like weird jewelry from QVC? It's funny. No, I didn't see that one. That's a good one. I don't know. I I met Bruce Rauner. Remember that? Yeah, I remember. He had pancakes. Yeah. (laughs) That was the trashiest meeting for, like, the future governor I've ever seen. I I don't know how to get in touch with him because that guy did not want me talking to him whatsoever, so. Hold up. Let me see your credentials. What a weirdo. Like he was probably an intern that just had too much time on his hands. Anyway, do you have anything else on your list? 
Um, no, space was the last thing on my list. Space. Oh, I thought. Space. space. I didn't look for any more because I thought this was going to take longer. I think because we had a few that we both had on there. That's true. So it took away from how many we had. That's true. Um, but um, if you have some stuff you want to learn, then hit us up and tell us. Or um, if you have some connections to someone who could be on an episode as a guest and teach you guys, the listeners, about any of this stuff. Smooth jazz. I don't know. I just that's what, what <laughs> when I was talking and I said, "You guys, the <laughs> listeners." It made me think of like those channels with the smooth system. jazz, and they smooth talk like that. Jazz. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought of. <laughs> You're on WKQP Smooth Jazz one hundred one point three. Is that a real? Should station? we just talk like Are that the whole time? T- no, I now. do not. Oh, I don't know. Uh, it might be a real station, but uh, I have no idea. What I say, one hundred one point three. I don't remember to be honest. <laughs> I think that's iHeartRadio in San Francisco. Not my problem because it's not smooth jazz. <laughs> smooth jazz. Smooth jazz. If anyone wants to just comment on some of these things and you say like go to YouTube, I will block you. Because give us I'm not in the mood. Give us people. Yeah. Because like I said, I can listen to things. This is not your smooth jazz voice. Chill. Do not retain it. But if you teach me hands-on. Or smooth jazz. If you lead a horse to smooth jazz. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. You can wait. That's not what I meant. If you teach a man smooth jazz, he'll have smooth jazz for life. If you buy him a smooth jazz, I cannot remember how this (laughs) idiom goes. If you teach a man to fish. I can't remember either. Uh, if you lead a man to fish if you lead a horse to water or you can lead a horse to water but you can't even drink that was the first one that's not what I meant yes okay we're mixing them now (laughs) if you know anything about idioms you can also be on the podcast come on and teach us some idioms and teach us some smooth jazz (laughs) at chillin' child my headphone fell out oh god we gotta go (laughs) i'm falling apart here hit us up on twitter okay bye bye